Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. Big news from Luke Combs, new music from Dylan Marlowe, and an interview with Scoot Teasley. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of February 5th, 2024. This week's episode of the All Country News podcast is brought to you by Good Sentiments. The candle line partnering with your favorite artists to create custom scents that benefit the charity of their choice. Get yours at shopgoodsentiments.com now. And now for the hottest news in country this week. Have to kick things off talking all things Grammys. If you were not able to attend, don't worry, I'm going to give you the rundown right now. This was a really exciting night for country music. First up, we had a performance of Fast Car with Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs. It was probably one of the best award show performances I've ever seen. I mean, it moved people to tears. If you haven't seen it yet, we have it up on allcountrynews.com for you to check out. Next up, we have Jelly Roll meeting Taylor Swift. This is a duo I never thought I'd see together, but maybe a collab could be in the works. You never know. He has been taking the country world by storm, so it wouldn't surprise me. Next up, we have Zach Bryan, who took home his first Grammy, and it was for his song, I Remember Everything, with Casey Musgraves. Lainey Wilson took home a Grammy for Country Album of the Year for Bell Bottom Country, and this was really special to see. You know, she had an insane 2023, so this was a really nice way to cap that off. Not that we are done seeing from her. I know she's got a lot of more awards coming to her. To check out more of this footage, head to allcountrynews.com now. This next item of news is a sad one. Toby Keith passed away at the age of 62 this past Monday. He is a country music icon. So many of his songs will stand the test of time. And I feel like so many artists got their start because of him. There are so many beautiful tributes to them. Head to our site now to check them out. Luke Combs has finally revealed the name of his Nashville bar and shared with us some new renderings. It'll be called Category 10 and will open this year. You can follow the venue's official page. Head over to his Instagram page now for all of that. We have some exciting details to share with you in the meantime till it opens. It's going to be a 69,000 square foot venture and will open at 122nd Avenue North, taking place of Wild Horse Saloon, a longtime Ryman owned country bar. And it will have a 250 person honky talk space on the first floor, a two story ticketed concert hall that holds up to 1,500 showgoers, a third story sports bar catering to legalized sports betting, an additional bar for high end bourbon drinkers. And the list goes on and on. For the full details, head to our site now. Riley Green announced the inaugural Duckman Jam at Florida Bama, set for this April 12th through 13th in Pensacola, Florida. The lineup is pretty fantastic. It includes Riley Green, Tracy Lawrence, Jake Worthington, Drake White, and Ella Langley. 
you are not going to want to miss out on this if you're in the area or if you're looking for a sunny destination to head to. Tickets for that are already on sale at RileyGreenMusic.com. This next piece of news is a wild one. Chris Young is clapping back with the release of a new song after Nashville Police Encounter. He took to social media to thank everyone who had stood by his side and in thanks also released a new song off his upcoming album. It's called Double Down. Make sure you give it a listen and head to his Instagram page now for the full story. We're reflecting on one year of Morgan Wallen's chart-topping hit last night. It's become the first song in history to accumulate 1 billion on-demand streams in the U.S. in a single calendar year. And that is just so incredible to me. I think that shows how country is on the verge of becoming fully mainstream. You know, I feel like there's a lot of flack to country music, but there's been a lot of crossovers that have really brought people into the genre, and Morgan is definitely one of those artists. So here's us saying congratulations and happy birthday to last night. Congratulations are in order for Nate Smith, who joins Impressive Country Company as his song World on Fire spends its eighth week atop the Billboard Country Airplay chart. Again, this is me telling you country is having its moment, so be prepared. I think we're going to see a lot of more exciting things on the charts coming up soon. This next announcement I feel like I've been waiting an eternity for, and it's only just because I am such a massive fan of hers. Casey Musgraves has officially announced her fifth album. Now we don't have the name yet, but we do have some pretty spectacular visuals and the first song will come out this Thursday. Pretty sure it's going to be called Deeper Well, just through my internet sleuthing, but you can check out more of that on her Instagram page. There are, again, some really great visuals and this one is very much giving very natural vibes, which I am so excited for. I believe she said in a past interview that she's returning to her roots a bit, so I am expecting a pretty country sound. She did record this at Electric Lady Studios in New York City, though, so I'm really excited to see what vibe this takes on. Again, make sure you head over to her page now to check it all out. Let's get to some new music this week. Dylan Marlowe honors the life he knows in his new track, You Did It Too, and it's all about saying, how can you judge me when you're not from my side of the tracks? I think that is such a beautiful message and a must-listen for the week. Trey Lewis gives us another inside look to his debut album, Troublemaker, with his new song, Sounds Like Money. This one is definitely your radio hit kind of vibe, if that makes sense. Definitely a fun one to add to your weekend playlist. Gabby Barrett has finally returned with her new album, Chapter and Verse, and she's talked about all about how this is what her life is like right now. So she's giving us a peek into her life and what that means and saying that this is only a chapter and what could be next. My personal fave is song number one on the album, The Chapter. Make sure you check it out. Chase Matthew gears up for his new album with catchy new tune, Small Town Shit. And this one is, you guessed it, all about small town life. Definitely one to add to your party playlist. 
Kenny Chesney teases more off of his upcoming album with his new song, Just To Say We Did. This one is super fun. It is perfect for any time of year. It's all about just kind of living life to the fullest and doing stuff, you know, kind of just to say that we did it when we're older. I love that. He said that he thought this one would be fun for his tour coming up, and I totally agree. Another one to add to your weekend playlist. Next up, we have Carly Scott Collins, who honors her childhood memories in Marlboro Reds. I love this girl. I think she is so insanely talented. And this is country writing at its finest. This is another must listen for the week. Bryce Leatherwood released his new track, Neon Does. And this song is your total honky tonk song of the week. It has a very traditional 90s early 2000s vibe to it vocally and production wise so if you dig that you're gonna love this one Lacey k booth is flexing her creative muscles with her new track true love this is another artist i'm absolutely obsessed with she's also one of the kindest people she is going to take the country world by storm i mean she already is but expect to see her name a lot this track is so good, so vulnerable. It's all about when your ex moves on with someone else and, you know, is it true love? You're not ready to be over it yet. So special, another must listen for the week. Ann Wilson pays homage to her story in God and Country, and she's talking all things roots. This is another one that gives me total late 90s, early 2000s vibes, and I am absolutely loving it. Is celebrating all things small town life in his country down anthem. This is another one that I could totally see being a radio hit. Make sure you check it out. Next up, we have Canadian country artist Paige Rutledge, who released her own acoustic version of The Worst Thing, paired with a pretty powerful emotional video. Definitely a must-listen and a must-watch for the week. Leah Turner is putting her heritage on full display in a spicy new single titled T-Shirt. This is a kind of song, you know, while you're cooking. I mean, you'll dance to this one with friends too, but this is one where I feel like you're a couple glasses deep dancing around the kitchen having the time of your favorite songs so definitely check this one out country sister duo american blonde is delivering a powerful new girl power filled anthem in why girl it's all about self-worth and definitely a must listen for the week you can listen to the new music out this month on our all country news spotify playlist Next, we need to talk about our video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Dylan Marlowe and Dylan Scott singing Boys Back Home. And this one is definitely lots of fun. This definitely goes along with the saying, boys will be boys. Make sure you head over to allcountrynews.com or anywhere you follow us on social media to check it out now. And now I'm so excited to throw it over to Bobby Dixon and Scoot Teasley. But kind of chat with me about growing up in small town Georgia and some of your favorite memories. So uh, it's actually so cool. And I like it's something that I don't take for granted because I know a lot of people don't get to experience that. But it was really, really fun. Like my whole entire family lives there. Um, All my cousins, uncles, grandparents, everybody's from Tacoa. So it was always like growing up. um, We could just just reach out driving down the road and just see like our cousins or like, and it's also, 
it also helped a lot because I was just basically raised by everybody in the town because my parents went uh, grew up in Tacoa. So like all their classmates and it's just like a everybody knows everybody kind of thing there. It's really cool. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. So you if you're bored, you just like text your cousin. You're like, hey, what are you doing? That's exactly, yeah. fun. How mm-hmm. do you feel like growing up in a community like that has kind of shaped your music? Um, it's really cool because there's not really there's like a sense of community there, but so it's also I feel a sense of like that drives what I write because I feel like I need a I write stuff towards like being in a community and like stuff that I write stuff that I hope people can relate to just because I have that like experience of always being able to relate to everybody because we all like grew up the same. And so I kind of just kind of keep that in my music to give the sense of community. I love it. So I also know you are a massive Georgia Bulldogs fan. So chat with me about, I know, have you gotten to be a part of, like, what do they call it? The Georgia mafia there in Nashville at all. Have you been to some of those bars when you're in town? Yeah. So it's just like dog nation, but um, I did a really cool song about Georgia. Um, I think it's two years now. It was in 2022. I'm pretty sure. But, um, and like all the Georgia fans really, gravitated towards it and um even the band used it on their like recap video for their season so I got that community too that's like supporting me too I got the the Georgia community and the Tacoa community I love that so when I was reading through a little bit more about you I figured out we have something in common we both love Chris Stapleton and Mm -hmm. I had to get your thoughts on his new album what were some of your favorites off the new project so I love um I love his new project but I also like really love his old stuff. Okay. Um but the song Higher um on the new one, I really like that song. That's a good one. Awesome. What are some of your oldies but goodies that you love from him? Uh what are you listening to? That's one of my like all-time favorites. I know. I know. Have you had an opportunity to see him live yet? I haven't. Okay. We're manifesting that for you because it's unreal. I mean, he doesn't move around a lot. He just kind of stays in place as guitar, but it's pretty good. So I also know that you commute from Georgia to Nashville. So how do you feel like that challenges you and really kind of keeps in perspective what your goals are? Um, It's, it's very eye-opening because a lot of people like get get the like luxury not even the luxury but they they sit and they get just get to hang out with people from Nashville all the time I mean I'm there like every other week and I still get those experiences but I also feel like it gives me kind of a chip because I'm bringing in what I have like from my like from Georgia instead of like just being stuck in the Nashville um like a little loop there so I feel like I have a cool opportunity to bring in outside stuff into Nashville and kind of help broaden everything. I love that. And how long's the commute? How long does it take you to get there? Uh, Four and a half hours. Oh, that's nothing. That's not bad. Yeah. So it's really not that bad, but I want to backtrack a little bit. And I, you know, was your family musical? I think it's so fun that you really grew up in a community surrounded by your family. Where did this love of music uh, stem from? So I, I grew up playing drums. I started playing drums. And when I was like, three or four. And so drums was a, a big chapter in my life. Um, I played drums until, well, 
probably like a couple of years ago when I like actually started really singing. But so that love for music started in the church, uh, playing drums and like watching all the church musicians. I remember I would go to church and I would bring a pair of drumsticks when I was really little and I would just like drum on the pews <laughs> to all the music. And then I would go home and had my little drum set and I would just remember all the songs from church. I would just hum them and like play the songs when I got back home from church. And the singing, it kind of had a great uncle that sang at church. So it's kind of, he kind of instilled that for me at a young age. So that's kind of where the singing part came from. But it's also um, growing up, like I was in marching band and everything, but my senior year of high school, I took a guitar class and I learned how to play guitar. So I was like, okay, uh, I can play guitar. So I should just start singing. So I started singing and playing guitar at church. And then I started posting TikToks and here I am. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought, I mean, I grew up in the era where the only music that you knew about was really what was on the radio or what was on MTV. How do you feel like it is more, maybe more difficult for you on TikTok, especially now because there's just so many more people. So do you have any tips for like standing out or anything for anybody? There is, there's so many people. And I think the one thing that like, people gravitate to is just like you being yourself. Like whenever I post a cover on TikTok, I don't try to like do anything flashy. I just grab a guitar, sit in my room and just play a song. And that was the the crazy thing about it is the one TikTok that kind of blew up a little bit. It got like 80,000 views, but to me that was blowing up for oh, yeah. a small town kid. But um, I had just got off work. I was working at FedEx and um, it was Thought You Should Know by Morgan Wallen. I was like, it was before it even came out too. I was like, dang, I really like this song. I'm just gonna, I got home, put everything down, just picked up my guitar, played a cover, posted it, and then it just took off. So it's kind of like that, just like realness of like, I'm not trying to do anything fancy and just sitting here with my guitar playing music. No. I love that. No, I think those are the ones that I watch or that at least I enjoy more people that are just being themselves and being authentic. So you kind of chatted about that. You really want to bring the small town Georgia into your songwriting. But when did you first start songwriting and would you release your first song? Would you still release it today <laughs> or is it like not good enough to put out today? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think that I would release it Maybe <laughs> if I rewrote it or change some words around. But I think my first song I wrote was um in 2020 wow during covid so i was really really when i started like posting tiktoks and stuff and i was like okay like this is cool but like i should just write my own song and i i mean at that at that time i thought it was like amazing obviously but <laughs> now i look back and i i like see the growth in my songwriting as opposed to when i first started back then yeah, I love it. I know I always love asking that question if people would release their first written song. And I've had a couple of people be like, yeah, maybe I would. But for a majority, people are like, I don't want anybody to ever, ever hear this yeah. song. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Please just stay, stay in the vault. <laughs> yeah, stay in the vault. I love it. But you know, this truck still misses you. I think it is such a clever song. I feel like because there's such an influx of country music, I'm sure it 
kind of bottles up your creativity a little bit. You're like, God, there's so many people saying things right now. Like, what can I say to still be interesting and relevant and still kind of in country music? So um, I know you wrote it with a guy I know very well, Mr. John Stork. So that was fun to find out. Um, yeah. Kind of chat with me about writing that song and who kind of brought in these ideas that day. So, um, yeah, it was me, John Stark, and then uh, Mason Thornley. And so we got into the room. We didn't really know what we were going to write about. Um, I mean, this kind of happens a lot. But we get in there, and Mason goes, I have this really cool, like, idea about, like, this struck so misery. And I was like, that's actually really cool because it's not like the typical, oh, I missed you, like, I'm going to write a song about how I miss you or like, oh, I'm just going to write a song about a truck. You know, it's about like kind of combining the two and like putting the blame on the truck and kind of like writing the emotions or giving the feelings to the truck instead of like you saying the emotions like by yourself. So I thought that was a really cool idea. And we started writing it and I was just like, yeah, like this is this is a really good song because sometimes like I can write a song and I'm just like, OK, but I from the moment we finished the song, it was like, yeah, this is, this is a really good song. Yeah, no, I love it. I think it's super original and super fun. But is this also going to be on your EP that you're putting out here in February? It is. Yes, it is. I nice love it. That. I love it. So what can we expect out of the EP? What are you hoping fans kind of get out of it? So the EP is, um, it's called Country Back. Um, and it's basically just all these songs kind of reflect like how I grew up um, or how I like went through life and um, have a lot of, a lot of references or like musical references to like, like growing up in the church and the kind of music I listened to, like, everything is just kind of incorporated. Like there's a lot of organ stuff. There's a lot of, there's a lot of steel guitar. There's like a, it's just a big mix of a lot of different genres that we got to put together. I love it. I love it. So I also know it was really important for you to release this during black history month. So kind of chat with me about that, the importance of that. Yeah, because uh, I feel like there's a, there's so much stuff that goes on like in the world and um, I want to be able to be a light for like people that look like me because there's like growing up, there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me that sang the kind of music that I do. And there wasn't a lot of music that I'm putting out that sounded like what I'm putting out. So it's kind of like my, it's kind of like what I want to leave in the world, you know, like everybody wants to leave something when they, when they get done, but I want to have, I want to be the the guy that gave people that look like me something to listen to that kind of like reflects how they grew up because that's just, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that's, I think, I think it's wonderful. So I'm super excited about the EP, but I can't believe January's nearly over. I feel like it's lasted like yeah. 36 <laughs> years. I'm like, oh my God, can we please move on? But right. what's a big goal that you have for yourself this year? Obviously, you're starting the year off strong with an EP. I mean, that's huge. But beyond mm -hmm. that, what are some goals that you have for yourself? Um, so the main goal this year was obviously like drop the EP and um, get that out there. But also have like 
I want to write a lot more and kind of incorporate who I am in a lot more music. But I also like really want to open up for someone. So that that's like one of the main goals. That would be really cool. Oh my gosh, who like who's on your list? Who would be like the dream person you could open up for? Dream person? I don't know. I really like I really want to open up for John Party. <laughs> oh my gosh, John Party. He's wonderful. Are there any others? So we'll put we're putting a John Party open up into the universe. Anybody else that you've been really loving that you'd love to open for? Um I really like Cameron Marlowe also, so that'd be kind of cool too. Oh my gosh. I know. Have you and I'm sure you've listened to his new song. I mean, what a banger. So I know it is, yeah. I know. Well, we're definitely manifesting all of this for you. I want to take another moment to share even more about good sentiments. This candle line is really special. Partnering with your favorite musicians and their favorite charities makes every good sentiments candle the perfect gift for any country music lover and any occasion. Some of my favorite candles are Slot Machine by Caleb Lee Hutchinson, Come On In by Track 45, and Yours Tonight by Walker County. There are so many more to choose from and $5 from every candle sold goes to a worthy charity. Get yours today at shopgoodsentiments.com. Good sentiments. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier.